Welcome to Exploring the Industry, where we find out what God's doing in the entertainment world. I get to interview Christians from various entertainment industries. They share their stories of faith and transformation with you and I. I'm hosting people from many different backgrounds to share what God is doing and where he's shown up most in their lives and their careers through their highs and lows. We're believing to influence the narrative of how Christians perceive what God's doing in the entertainment industry around the world. If a picture is worth a thousand words, their story is worth a thousand sermons. Come join the conversation and welcome to the show. I'm excited about my guest today. Abigail Robertson serves as the Capitol Hill correspondent for CBN News, where she has worked since 2015. As a reporter, Abigail covers stories with a Christian perspective on American politics and the news of the day. Throughout her reporting career, she's had many notable interviews with people such as Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and former Speaker of the House Paul Ryan. And she's produced interviews with President Donald Trump. On Capitol Hill, Abigail has meaningful relationships with lawmakers on both sides of the aisle, and she loves sharing the news of how God is moving in Washington, D.C. But her favorite stories are ones that bring hope to our headlines and show ways the body of Christ is positively responding to some of the biggest issues today. I'm going to find out today from Abigail what God's doing on Capitol Hill. I also want to find out her story of how she got released into media from God as a God appointment or a God assignment. And finally, I'm going to talk to her about some of the challenges in reporting for whatever party is on Capitol Hill. You don't want to miss it, starting now on Exploring the Industry. Do you want to be mentored in hearing God's voice? It's not hard, but it takes time, examples, practice, and conversations to really get in the place of being able to get revelation and also to know how to interpret or apply what God's showing you. I have started an online community through our platform, Transcend God Mentoring, where you'll receive weekly videos, weekly live group mentoring, monthly special events, and all of our past e-courses on the gifts, marriage, and relevant topics to your spiritual journey. Come join me and all my platform contributors to learn how to walk out a thriving journey of hearing God. Oh, I'm so excited. and exploring the industry today. I have my friend Abigail Robertson, who... I'm just so excited that you said yes to be on this right now when it's such a busy season for you. Of course. <laughs> it is my pleasure. I've been a huge fan of the podcast since season one. So it's a pleasure to be here. Well, and through you, I've connected to your CBN family. I mean, you guys are such a tight-knit group and uh, was able to host this particular show that's now a podcast on CBN a while because you helped me to do that. Thank you so yeah. much. And then we had to cancel it because of coronavirus. <laughs> I know, like <laughs> everything else in 2020. Yes. Totally. <laughs> so we had to put it back on podcast, which is actually brilliant because <laughs> to try and get media and entertainers all on like, we'd have like five film days or 10 film days every quarter. And to try and get them to fit in one of those slots was next to impossible. Oh, and so I'm you sure. guys are you guys are hard to get a hold of. So doing it audio, yes, this works. Yeah. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> well, I'm excited to hear your work, especially because the media is so villainized right now. Mm -hmm. And you're on CBN News. And how did you get even like a desire to go into media, especially to go into a Christian media news service? Yeah. Well, I mean, truly, Sean, it, my story is just such a God story. And, you know, I feel bad when um, different younger people ask me to tell them how I got to where I am that are interested in doing it themselves, because there's really no set formula. Um, Which is awesome. I, yes, I know. It was truly, I just, um, I always had this thought that the feeling that God had a plan for my life. And I just sort of put one foot in front of the other and was just trying to walk through different doors the Lord was opening. But I really never saw myself 
ever being on air reporting. And, you know, in college, I was an English major. and I minored in media studies. So now what I'm doing does make sense. But I still didn't think that that would translate to being on TV. And um, it was a couple years after college, I pursued a couple different careers or not careers, but just taken a couple different jobs. And it was a very random story. It was my dad's 60th birthday and my siblings and I had no idea what to get him. So we decided he loves music. So we decided we'd give him a new iPod and we would get his friends from high school to present day to all dedicate a song to my dad and do a little oh. intro about, you know, why they, why it reminded them of my dad. And so obviously my siblings and I voiced our own dedications and um, we gave it to him. And after his birthday, he, he had my grandfather over and um, both my grandfather and my dad are in Christian media. Um, well, we I all know probably who Pat Robertson is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So Pat Robertson, there is a connection there. Um, he is my amazing grandfather. And so he, him and my dad were listening to um, the track and my voice kept coming up and they you know my mom tells me I wasn't there but they would look at each other and they would be like who is that who did you get to do this and my mom was like are y'all kidding me like that's Abby's voice and so the next time I saw my grandfather at Thanksgiving he approached me and he said he's like you know I think you have a really great voice for for radio and tv we're looking at hiring new reporters at at CBN for the news department, would you be willing to come in and do a screen test? And I wow. had been praying for a new opportunity. And, um, you know, I was hesitant because while I obviously grew up, knew a ton about the ministry and, you know, living 25 minutes away from CBN's headquarters in my head, I always thought that, you know, only perfect Christians worked in ministry. <laughs> and I did not, <laughs> not think, um, you know, I had a couple of years where I was uh, um, working on my testimony as my mom so eloquently puts it. So I did not think <laughs> that I was the type of person, um, you know, cut out for ministry. But at the same time, I had this supernatural peace from the Lord that this is where he was leading me. And I was also interviewing at other places for other jobs. And I was feeling physically ill in the middle of some of those interviews. And oh, so wow. it was so neat how the Lord, I, at that point in my spiritual maturity, I didn't even really understand what the, the whole listening to the Holy spirit. But now when I, 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 was physically feeling these things. And now when I look back on it, I realize it was the Holy Spirit making it abundantly clear where he wanted me to go and slamming the door shut to where I was not supposed to be. And so I started. And what was so neat is that I was living in Washington, D.C. So I was hired to work in the Washington, D.C. News Bureau. But wow. the day that, that I started at CBN, the bureau went under construction. So it was arranged that I would be training in Virginia Beach and I would move back in with my parents for a few months. So the Lord literally ripped me out of my life, ripped me away from so many distractions. And he put me in this community where the second I walked on my first day, where I walked into the CBN headquarters, I felt just the tangible presence of the Holy Spirit. Wow. I was surrounded by these amazing spirit-filled people who were praying for me, just pouring into me. And then I would go home to my parents and it was a very just quiet time in my life where I really, um, the Lord, I just, I felt like he was just bringing me back to him. And 
I mean, it, it was amazing. And I knew within a few weeks, months of being there that all these things that I had been doing, all these different jobs I'd taken that felt so random. Um, like I did radio when I was in college. I worked for a congressman right out of college. All these different things that, you know, felt random to me were the Lord preparing me for this career that he eventually led me into. Oh, I love that. I, I love that you can see the thread because it must have helped secure the fact that, especially with what you do now, because you're a reporter on Capitol Hill, which we'll talk about in a few minutes, mm -hmm. you probably needed that security going into it and just feeling yeah. like he was with you. I think that's the best thing mm -hmm. is when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you do it with God, not just for him. Mm -hmm. And what a securing thing. Yes. And I, I, it has been a very humbling experience because I know that I'm absolutely where I am because of the Lord. And I have leaned into the phrase, you know, God does not call the equipped. He equips the called because I was not <laughs> <laughs> on paper equipped <laughs> to be in the job I am now in um, and have really felt through or fought through a lot of self-consciousness. But the Lord has just kept reminding me that, you know, he has me here for a reason and he will give me everything I need to do this job. <laughs> you mean you don't, you don't have a certificate. I can't talk. You mean you don't have a certification for like being an amazing news anchor. That's what I have for a podcast. So I like, wish I signed up and went to four years. Just kidding. You know, it's, it's first Corinthians one twenty six. I read that sometimes I'm like, God chose the weakest things of the world, the weakest things in the world to displace the strong. And I'm like, yeah, well, at least I've qualified, you know, like that's great. Yes. But yes. one thing that happened right when you started, I didn't know mm -hmm. this, that you had, a tooth problem, which is huge because you're about to be on camera and you yeah. had six teeth dying. This like, I can relate to this because I had a teeth problem too, but I want to hear what uh, happened. Yeah, it was insane. So the month that I started reporting, I found out that my six front teeth were dying. And oh on gosh. top of that, dentists did not know that they could fix the problem. They said that it was very rare and a very unfortunate situation. Um, and the whole story was super random. Um, I won't get into it because it's super long, but essentially they did not have a plan or an answer for um, <sighs> how to go forward. And at the age of 24, I was looking at spending a lifetime in removable dentures. And, wow. um, and it was just, just, I had to learn in this process to fully rely on God. But I also thought here I am, I finally have stepped into this dream job. And I thought it was all going to be over the month that I started because I didn't see how on earth I could keep reporting while going through this. And so sure enough, that year I had to work with different dentists and find somebody who was willing to offer some sort of solution and plan um, to fix it. And, you know, I eventually had to step out in faith because everyone I was talking to told me that I, it was a grueling process. They were literally going to have to take out all of my teeth and rebuild all of them from scratch. And they needed to know, they needed me to know before I did this, that there was only a 50, 50% chance that it would work. Oh. So, um, yeah, so I, um, what was just, <laughs> it was a rough year. Um, but at the same time, the Lord kept sending prophetic people into my life who kept repeating people who did not know me. They didn't know what my job was. Some did, some didn't who kept repeating the same word mouthpiece over me as they prayed. And the mm. morning that I woke up, um, when I, I decided that I would have the teeth pulled and I just had, again, this supernatural peace 
from the Lord. Um, and it was a very hard process. It took about almost three years of literally rebuilding oh the teeth oh um, that will now outlive me. But they will be the, <laughs> and my bones might be long gone, but my teeth will still be there. Oh um, and finally, at, at the Tuesday before my wedding actually was when I had my last appointment. My smile is now so much better. Than, oh my gosh, um, before your wedding, Tuesday before yeah. your wedding. Yep. That's when it that, was finalized. And yeah, the whole time and you're that, on TV, the whole time you're, yep. you're presenting. And I was able, because of an amazing dentist who I, I called it my on-camera smile. So when I was off camera, um, it was a bad situation. I mean, I had a retainer, but then I had this beautiful smile that I could put in for five minutes to do my hits <laughs> that looked normal. Wow. And then I would put on the other thing. And um, yeah, I mean, it was crazy, but that it's the time in my life that I never want to live through again, but I am truly thankful for because I mean, you don't know humility until you are going to sleep at night with a denture bath on your nightstand <laughs> and, oh and uh, just, it, I'm so thankful at the spiritual growth, the spirit, the spiritual maturity and just learning, you know, I had some amazing dentists who, um, but they couldn't even, they told me that they couldn't even fix it. They, and it was truly wow. because the Lord was behind them. I saw supernatural healing in this process and it just, it has been instrumental in my faith and just in, in my life. Well, I think a lot of people who um, are listening to this podcast are probably, probably involved in entertainment industry and they would understand and or in media and they would understand that this is like an investment company who's trying to be an investment company who has no money. It's like, if you, if you don't have your teeth, mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to move forward. Yeah. And it sounds like such a small thing, but you're being promoted to Capitol Hill correspondent at the same yeah. time as you're having teeth problems. Yeah. And that, that was, that's a journey. That would be, I mean, I, I understand I have a speech impediment, And so that I grew up with, and I never thought I would ever be able to speak in front of people. And so I can't imagine, mm -hmm. you know, all of a sudden you're like, Oh, I got to put in my teeth. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Exactly. And it was, I mean, it was truly um, many, it was humiliating. And, but what was, I, I knew from the get go or very, very early on in the process, I did, I was aware I was under intense spiritual warfare and it was as if the devil, the enemy was going head on, just trying to take me out right out the gate. Um, my appearance had that my mouth had never really mattered. I mean, I obviously wanted teeth, but it never was essential to the work I was yeah. doing. And actually, um, some people at CBN, one who, you know, Aisha, who's so wonderful, oh, I love Aisha. She, she told me that when I started she started praying for me with another person at CBN because they just felt like I was going to go into a season of spiritual warfare. So they were praying for protection for me. And wow. um, sure enough, God was victorious. Praise the Lord. <laughs> and, oh, seriously. Yeah. Wow. So let's kind of move forward into, I mean, you go from a very short career to all of a sudden you're the correspondent for CBN News in Washington, D.C. for the political world, like for what's mm -hmm. going on. What was that yeah. like, especially in this time frame? It's been the most toxic, weird media has been marginalized by a lot of people, especially mm -hmm. believers are just afraid of the media right now. But I feel like CBN News has done a great job. And I feel like you've done a great job. But what was it like in the sense of knowing that's kind of in the atmosphere? Like, how did God do this with you? Well, I was, when I, I got the promotion to be the Capitol Hill correspondent, um, I'd been reporting for about two years and I was 
very reluctant to accept it because I just was really intimidated to cover the Hill because a lot of my job, I'm in the media scrums with all these other networks. And a lot of times I'm asking questions that are completely different than what other people are asking me. (laughs) And and it's, um, you know, it's, it's intimidating. And, um, and I really struggled a lot with feeling like other people, you know, that there were people who were more qualified and smarter than me in the room, but the Lord has really worked on my heart and um, just, you know, really, really spoken to me that he has me there for a specific purpose and to have just a holy confidence in what that is. And again, he once again, sent wonderful prophetic people where who prayed over me. And there was one woman who she didn't know what I did. And um, she started praying for me. And she just said, why do I keep seeing U.S. House of Representatives. And I just laughed. Mm. And it's like, okay, all right, God. And there were a, a couple moments like that where the Lord just confirmed that he has me on the hill for for such a time as this, for a purpose. And, um, you know, it, it's been great because I consider I'm a reporter, but I also work for a ministry. And the videographer who I work with on the hill, who is so wonderful, we really both feel like just we need to build relationships even in the media um and just kind of there it's a it's a very hard industry it's very fast paced it's very stressful but you know to be the people who are smiling who are um just kind of asking people about their families during the day as we wait for you know congressmen senators whatever just to build these friendships and relationships and try and really be the light of Christ in um a place where there's a heavy oppression on the hill the, yeah. the political division the divide is very real um but i consider it just such an honor that when i have breaks during the day i'm walking through the halls of of congress through the senate through the Capitol. And I'm, I'm just praying and I'm asking the Lord, um, just to lead me to who he wants us to have build relationships with and who he wants us to partner in prayer with. Wow. What a unique, unique calling and what a unique perspective that you've taken it on this way. And I think about the story you did about a bipartisan prayer meeting, Mm -hmm. a prayer group. Can you tell us about that? Oh, this is my favorite story. (laughs) So many people, when I tell them this, are shocked to hear um, that there is a bipartisan Senate prayer breakfast. They meet every Wednesday morning. It's led by Senator Chris Coons of Delaware and Senator James Langford from Oklahoma, two wonderful men, a Republican and a Democrat. And they are great friends, um, both men of God. And what's great about this Bible study is they're pretty you know, kind of tight-lipped about who exactly is in it. But, you know, they'll tell you everyone when they hear about this, one, they laugh. Two, (laughs) they assume (laughs) that it's just the moderates in Capitol Hill that would be a part of this. But truly, it's some of the most far-left members and some of the most far right. But on Wednesdays, they share their testimonies. They talk about their families. They share what they need prayer for. And they end every prayer meeting holding hands in prayer. (laughs) And they they say, you know, it's, it's very hard to go to then go to the Senate floor and stab someone in the back that you started your day holding hands in prayer with. They add that it's it's hard, but it's not impossible. (laughs) It is. Yeah, but it, it, and it's great. And what's so cool is my great grandfather, actually, he was a congressman and a senator and he was a part of this 
I mean, it's been going on for decades wow. and he was a part of it when he was in Washington. That's, that's fun. I've never heard of this. It's so phenomenal yeah. that you got to cover that too. And I think yeah. it's the thing of like, you get to help shape a different perspective than maybe mainstream media is shaping yeah. as far as the believers who are hungry can actually look at this and see something else on the Hill than just the, 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 the bipartisan or the, the extreme partisan issues. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. we're going to see a kingdom above yeah. just the, the politics, a kingdom way of that God's operating, which is so cool. And there's, there's so many Bible studies, whether it's with the senators or with congressmen or with staffers or with the Capitol Police. Any given day on Capitol Hill, there are multiple prayer groups meeting. And I have met so many people on the Hill who have told me that they you know, never saw themselves being in D.C., but they felt like the Lord called them. And they're truly, that is what gives me hope in this just deeply divided season that we're in as a country is there are so many people of faith answering calls from the Lord to not just disengage from what's happening, but to get involved and to try and make a positive impact. And it is, it's so encouraging. And, and your job, like you're going to report from Capitol Hill for whoever's the president mm -hmm. or whoever's in parliament. Uh, parliament. Yes. We don't have a parliament. <laughs> whoever's in Congress. <laughs> or I was just talking to a parliament member from Canada. So my brain was there. Um, <laughs> but uh, whoever's in Senate, whoever's in Congress, you're, mm -hmm. you're a reporter there. And so tell me about the last 14, 18 months uh, that it's been such a divided time. So to be there when people are asking, really, not just asking questions, but attacking with questions on both sides, it feels like no matter whether it's Pelosi talking, and people are attacking her, or just being belligerent, or it's Trump, it doesn't matter what party it is. The, the the media has been ruthless in a way. What's it like you come in from CBN News who doesn't do that and mm -hmm. you're just this shining light, but what's it like to be in that environment? It's, it's honestly, it's pretty tough <laughs> um, because you can feel the tension. And, you know, as I said, I see my job too. I'm a representative of a ministry. And so no matter who I'm interviewing, a Republican, a Democrat, an independent, whatever, I want to be honoring of whoever is in front of me. I, I want to be a good example of a, of a Christian to whoever yeah. I'm talking to. And I want so that, that person to feel respected. Um, and it's been, I've made wonderful connections with members on both sides of the aisle. And, and really, I just, I just constantly pray that the Lord would lead me to the peacemakers, to the bridge builders, to tell their mm. stories, because it's not the people who, who are, you know, a lot of times the people who you see on the media are the ones who, you know, are the most extreme of one side. And there are a yes. lot of people in, in the middle whose stories mm -hmm. need to be told, who actually are trying to move the needle and work across the aisle. And there's a lot going on in that space that is not <laughs> being told in the media right now. Well, I love that. Spoken from you, who's someone there, I believe you completely. And I'm so glad that that's true. I think it's a thing where we don't know what God's doing, you know, even when mm -hmm. you don't see it, he's working that song Waymaker that's so popular right now in Christianity right now. Yes. He's doing so much. And I think according to, to the Bible, he's everywhere. So I love that he's in the media too. I'm so grateful you're mm -hmm. there though, Abigail. Thanks so much for the interview today. Thanks so much for being on the Hill and just sacrificing because I know you have a young family and to be in the most toxic season probably in America history 
of politics and you're right in the middle of it, we are going to be praying for you and we're just believing the best. Thank you. And I just want to say before we end, your book, Translating God, <laughs> has been <laughs> instrumental to my faith yes. and my spiritual growth. And um, a few months actually after I read that was when my husband, Derek, and I came out to your conference. And that we did that in the first, I think, three months of our marriage. And we're talking. That was awesome. Yeah, we were. We were talking the other day just how impactful that was. And I recommend to so many new couples just to just to seek that that type of thing together in your first year because I mean, we were prayed over for about an hour and we still have that that word written down and oh, it was amazing. <laughs> I love so that. Thank so much. you. We'll come for a part two once everything, you know, comes back open again. <laughs> yes, we will. We definitely will. Well, that was my guest, Abigail Robertson, and I just Pray that you, our listeners, would pray into politics right now from a kingdom perspective and also pray for those in media because they need it right now. I love to create resources that really empower you. And I created a book called Breakthrough Prophecies, Prayers, and Declarations, which is all about God's name of breakthrough biblically in the Bible and how we are in a breakthrough moment, a moment that we need God to bring a sudden change in our lives, in our governments, in our finances, in our health. And this book is perfect for you because you're going to go through about 11 or 12 different areas of prophesying over yourself, praying for your life, and declaring the word over your situation. And it will bring you breakthrough because God always promises to partner to our prayers and declarations that are biblical based. Plus, the prophecies themselves came at a deep time of prayer and meditation with God where he spoke these to me, and I wrote them in the book form so that you can wrap your heart and your spirit around it. Along with Breakthrough, we also have Provision, which is the second book in the series, all about prophecies, prayers, and declarations about bringing God as a provider into your life. For every destiny, there's a resource and a provision from heaven for you right now. But we have a special on these books. There's a bundle at only our website, www.bowlsministries.com just for you. I want to encourage you to get breakthrough and provision now. It's going to help you to rein in 2021 and live in 2021 and the way that you want to. I want to encourage you to get this bundle for you or the people you love, especially if you need well-crafted, constructed prayers that help bring spiritual intelligence about how to use the word of God and the prophetic words you're getting right now. Thank you for listening to Exploring the Industry, where we have conversations to connect you to Christians in entertainment, fashion, sports, video games, media, and more. This podcast is made possible by generous listeners' donations just like you. Become a partner of our ministry or give your one-time donation at our website, www.bullsministries.com. That's B-O-L-Z ministries.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and rate and review it. Thank you for listening.